everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Guys Top 5. As always, I am Brandon Winkleman, joined by my lovely host, life partner and friend, Lucas Swanson. How you doing, buddy? Maybe life partner. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm, I'm living. We're finally in the same room again. Yeah. Staring at each other. New setup. Because <laughs> it's now 60 instead of 30 and snowing and raining. Man, I tell you. <laughs> Wisconsin. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of Two Guys Top 5s. We are here today to talk about our favorite villains. Mm-hmm. Nobody asked for it, so we're giving it to you. Just like this podcast. <laughs> so villains. We're doing villains, huh, bud? Villains it is. Um, this was kind of a tricky one, yeah. I think, for both of us, right? Yeah. It ended up being a lot harder than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Like, we got a, I got a big list of villains, but then when it came to like narrowing them down and figuring out what would belong on the list is what mm. kind of got tricky. Yeah. Same issues? Yeah. Different pretty issues? Much. I mean, a lot of it was also trying to figure out whether or not they qualified. Mm-hmm. That was a tricky part. Yeah. Yeah. Like like we said in the last episode, trying to figure out what a villain is, we said something, someone who has a plot or a scheme. Um, basically, what we came up with as a, as a more specific answer is someone who makes decisions to be villainous. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, the alien from Alien... Not really a villain, more of a monster. The Predator from Predator, not really a villain. More of a monster. Yeah. Um, and it got even more complicated from there. Yeah. <laughs> well, we also took out superhero movies. Because, yes. I mean, that'll be a whole other topic in mm-hmm. general. And our list would mainly be superhero villains because yeah. they're more well thought out and have had 50 plus years put into them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's this, so because there's so much in those characters, we're just going to do a whole episode on those eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not next week because that would just be redundant. Yeah. 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 We can finger gun each other now. <laughs> we got a new setup now. <laughs> Looking at each other, staring longingly at one another. I miss the sofa, though. The sofa's nice. It's comfy. It's comfy. Yeah. Do you watch any movies? I, I know we talked ton. about this already, but yeah, I, but I watched a ton it. of movies. I watched four movies while we were gone, because I'm boring, I guess. Um, <laughs> I I took your advice and watched It Follows, and yeah, that definitely deserves the three spot for it sure. Did. It really that did. is amazing. If you have not seen It Follows and you're into horror, go for it. If you're not into horror and you scare easily, don't don't watch that. Or do if you enjoy getting scared. Yeah. I don't know who enjoys getting scared, but some people are weird. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. People do haunted houses, dude. I don't get that. Yeah, that's... I don't. I don't get walking through a dark hallway. Yeah, like I, I remember I went on a haunted house thing with like my girlfriend at the time and our friend and his girlfriend, and it was super weird. Just like walking through this house and there's these actors like heavy quotations yeah actors yeah this is the best acting gig they're gonna get but they got like really close and just it's just i think just the uncomfort was what was yeah, worse the, about the, it like the ever standing presence of like someone gonna touch me and i don't i don't want yeah, i don't want to be touched you yeah know? That's... and actually the worst part of the whole thing is they had this hallway mm-hmm. that had it was like inflatable tubes on both sides and they like sandwiched together and you had to walk through it so it was like claustrophobia oh, times 10. That's awful. Yeah. And we were walking through with like a big group of people. And, and the worst part is this is Wisconsin. So everywhere else you're hearing, oh, sorry. Oh. Yep. <laughs> also pitch black. Yeah. No light. And just, oh, oh, oh pardon me. Oh. I don't like this. <laughs> that was me, by the way. <laughs> I know your screams. I don't, I don't like 
that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. What else you watch? <laughs> I watched... It follows. I watched Murder on the Orient, Orient Express, mm-hmm. which I liked, but at the same time, I didn't. I feel like it could have been way better if it was longer. So Mur- yeah. Murder on the Orient is literally that. There's a detective on a train, and there's a murder on the train. Claro. Yeah, that's his name. Hercule uh, Perro. <laughs> um, and there's 12 people on the train, and he's trying to figure out who killed the one passenger. Um, but they delve into every single passenger's story, but they just zip through it because they only have you know less than two hours to make this movie. It works better as a play. A play, or a, it was a book originally. I could definitely see it being a book. The reveal at the end... I didn't like personally, but that's how the book ends. So mm-hmm. if I was reading the book and I read the end, that'd be a great ending. But I think they could have changed it for the movie. That would have been good. Yeah, um, but then you piss off the pro fans, and that's not a group of people you want to piss <laughs> off. You also watched... I, yeah, what else did I watch? I have them written down. Um, the Foreigner. The Foreigner is a Jackie Chan movie uh, where he lives in London and there's a bombing and his daughter dies. So he's trying to figure out who the bombers were so he can get some sweet ass vengeance um at least that's what it's uh sold as and billed as but it's definitely not that like jackie chan is definitely like a second character in that movie pierce brosnan plays a former ira um guy and it's mainly around him but i would say it's good i would say it's worth a watch if you're if you got like an hour and a half to burn um Moving on, I watch King Arthur Legend of the Sword. Don't watch it. That's all I'll say <laughs> on that one because, my God, was that bad. There were some cool visuals in it, but that was it. Yeah. It was just bad. Like, Charlie Hunnam, I liked him in, a, in like, Pacific Rim. Yeah. I did not like him in this. It's just weird. They tried really hard to do campy things with it, and it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. And, of course, lastly, I watched the new Power Rangers movie. Oh, you watched the new one. The new one. When you told me Power Rangers, I thought you were talking about like the old one. No, I've seen the old ones. Yeah, but I mean, you can still watch them again. That's true. No, I watched the new Power Rangers movie, yeah. and it was, it was fun. It was. I will admit that I had a good time watching it. I even had some feels at one point. Oh, yeah. Um, however, they try like way too hard to like push it as like this new thing because mm-hmm. they have like every race is represented in the in the rangers now and I they mean, even they, they always were yeah but they were like kind of like racially profiled because like the black guy was the black ranger and uh the asian, the asian woman was the yellow ranger yeah like that was they, a little they did switch it up At, later they did but it was not good <laughs> yeah um i did really like the, and they okay so here's the thing they they implemented a gay character Ooh. and a character on the autism spectrum good for them did they handle it well I actually, I think they did. Okay. I went to school to uh, work with children with autism, and I think he they did it so it wasn't offensive, and it wasn't over the top. It was just enough. Now the gay character, though. No, it was a woman. Oh. No, like she's she's the stereotypical like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm too too angsty for this, and yeah, it's just I don't know. They tried just too hard in that sense, and that kind of pulled me out of it. Um, also, they when they finally morph, yeah, they they fight for like five minutes as the morphed rangers, and then they get in the zords. So most of the fighting is a zord fight. That's dumb. I was so looking forward to because that the whole movie is them building up to morph. How was Brian Cranston? Actually, he kind of I liked him as Zordon. Good. I think he's a good, good. Zordon. He killed it. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's in a wall now, the whole time. I should say but... 
Do you have any Power Rangers villains on this? Because I count them as superhero oh, villains. I didn't even think of that. I count them as superhero villains. It's a good thing that you would count that because I think thinking about it now, yes, that's because they refer to themselves as superheroes in the movie. Okay. So I mean, they technically are. Yeah, they because te- if Iron Man is a superhero, how are the Power Rangers not? Yeah. Anyway, different episode. Yeah. Um. But yeah, those are the movies that I watched. Nice. While we were away. I actually didn't get a chance to watch any movies, but I did watch part of the Andre the Giant documentary. Ooh, how is that? Super good. Yeah? Hulk Hogan sounds like he's having his voice modified so that people won't know who he is, but then they're just <laughs> showing him on the screen. <laughs> so that's fun. <laughs> his, his grumbly voice is at that level where it just sounds distorted all the time. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> but it's, it's a really good documentary. Yeah. I didn't finish it, but... Oh. It's, it's actually worth a watch. Yeah, that reminds me. I watched my my brother was watching Icarus, that documentary about the blood doping in Russian Olympics. Oh, it won it won the Oscar for best documentary this year, and I caught the tail end of it. That was pretty interesting. Like I didn't think I gave a shit about it. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool. <laughs> Man, I didn't think I'd give a shit about the Poker King, but that was a great that documentary. Was, yeah, that was a really good documentary. <laughs> also, uh, it's their fault. Yeah, it's their fault. Why yeah, is that? You invested with a poker singer. Yeah. Okay, the man who would be Poker King is the name of the documentary. If you haven't seen it, if you like documentaries, watch the man who would be Poker King. It is phenomenal. It's a man from Austria. Austria, yeah, it's from Austria, and he moves to Pennsylvania and starts singing polka, and then he starts getting people to invest in him, and everything goes really south really quickly, <laughs> and it's it's just really good, and it makes you hate everybody that's involved with it because everybody sucks so yeah. much. Like, he basically started delving into other things, like selling Austrian trinkets and doing, like, extravagant travel trips yeah, to, like, like, Italy to meet the Pope. Yeah, but, I mean, like, he was bribing people in order to get these audiences. Mm-hmm. It's But then the, they're talking to the people who invested in him. And they fucking hate him. They, they want him dead, and they show, like, the tickets of how much money they invested. Like, one guy invested $150,000. To a polka singer. To a polka singer. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, he should have been dead. Like, because he was, yeah, they attempted to kill him in prison. Yeah. Because they, there was a rumor going around that he molested children, but that's not the case. And he almost died. And then everyone who invested in him was like, well, they, they didn't cut deep enough. And I was like, holy shit. And these are like 80-year-old people. Yeah. That are, like, you are the idiots who invested this much fucking money with a foreign polka singer. Like, yeah. how much money do you think polka is going to get you? Yeah. Like the guy was on. playing for maybe five hundred dollars a gig. Like, yeah. how is he going to bring you back a hundred thousand dollars plus twelve percent? That's the other thing. Twelve percent interest. Oh yeah, he was, he was promising twelve percent interest. interest. It, like, how'd you not see that it was not correct in the dumb. middle of the? They're re- dumb. It was. Oh god, mm, I can't start talking about this. Yeah, we'll, I could talk we'll, an entire episode. We'll rant on that. Um, Our documentaries counted as movies because we could do a. Oh, we could do a top five documentaries. I was going to say we could do top five documentaries or put it put it on the list. We'll, yeah, we'll specific get to documentaries it. or anything like that um but anyway um okay so i think before we get into it we should probably discuss what makes a good villain yeah i mean it's gonna or at be... least at least what were the considerations we were using yeah like for me it was the effect like the the amount of effect it has on the protagonist mm-hmm. was a really big one um also for me smarts like yeah because there's so many movies where it's just like well why is the villain doing that Mm-hmm. When it, he could be doing this or that or whatever, you know. Um, so smarts had a big thing to do with it as well. And also just sheer entertainment value. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anything different for you or anything? Not really that. I mean, as long as they have a plan, you know, mm. their overall presence, if it's yeah. looming, that's always good. Yeah. Also, the, the performance oh, has a yeah. lot to do with it because, mm-hmm. like, a great villain can be destroyed by a poor performance. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. You... Uh, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Yeah, all that. You got Jude Law, who I love. And then I watched this and I'm like, what are you doing, dude? That's right. He played the bad guy, too, didn't he? He plays the bad guy, yeah. Huh. And there was so much potential for that movie to be good, and it just wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Uh, fucking... Fucking Jesse Eisenberg, Jesse... Lex Luthor. Terrible. They could have gotten Brian Cranston. He wanted to do it. He would have been so good as Lex Luthor, too. Oh, yeah. Brian Cranston, just period. Yeah. Doing anything. I don't give a shit. Zordon, Lex Luthor, hobo with a shotgun. He wasn't the hobo with the shotgun. I know, but I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been. Doesn't he matter. could have it been. It doesn't matter what he's doing. I'm going to love it. Also, at the beginning of Power Rangers, they have this weird, like, because, so it starts 65 million years ago during the dinosaur era. Of course. Everything does now. Yeah. And um, they have Brian Cranston in like prosthetics and makeup, but he's like still old as fuck. Yes. <laughs> and they, but he's like naked too. Nice. It's so weird, and it pulled me out right away. I was like, "What is Brian Cranston doing?" Yeah, Malcolm in the Middle is getting real weird. <laughs> Man, I thought Heisenberg would be doing better things than this now. That's not. See, it was all a dream, though. Oh, that's right. Remember you yeah. said that? <laughs> it's all hell. I was working with this guy, and he just kept saying. <laughs> that's such i wish that was like how it actually ended. right that it was just malcolm in the middle <laughs> you're not the boss of me no and you're not so, so big. big anyway um <laughs> but yeah like so the villain in that that's that's there yeah, let's talk about that the okay. vi- vil- bad villains that's bad what we villains. should talk about is bad villains this was a bad villain in power rangers it was rita repulsa played by elizabeth the chick from Modern Family, right? No. I thought it was. No, it's the chick from... She's in like all the Judd Apatow movies. She's in Zack and Miri Make a Porno. She's Miri. Um, role Models. She's the lawyer. It's like Elizabeth... Fuck. Wow, why can't I think of this Elizabeth... actress? I can't even put a face to her. Ah, oh, come on. It's... Uh... Role Models is a good movie. Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Show me a picture. Um... She's in, like, fucking everything, dude. She's just a blonde woman. They all fucking blend together, man. She is known for all three Hunger Games, apparently, even though Ah, I didn't even know she was in those. I couldn't get past the first one. Um, I got to the scene where that chick's killed by the bees. Oh, yeah. And I was done. (laughs) I was like, no, that's enough of that. That movie... If that's what this movie's gonna be, I'm good. Yeah, that, that movie was... I was I just wasn't a fan of the Hunger Games in general. I I mean I know that it's got a big following and blah blah blah. Oh, dude, I'm not a fan of the Harry Potter movies, so I'm a fan of some of them. I haven't seen all of them. I stopped How, when after... did you stop? God, Prisoner. Prisoner I think, of Azkaban. I think Prisoner was the last. See, one I Prisoner watched. of Azkaban is actually one of my favorites. It's good. I just like yeah. I just didn't care about them anymore. <laughs> yeah, four is meh. Five is actually really. Five is probably my favorite, to be honest. Five yeah. is awesome. So well done. And according to once again my brother, who wait, what's the order? Maybe I'm wrong. So, so Sorcerer's Stone, Sorcerer's Stone, uh, Chamber of Secrets, Prisoner of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire, Order of Phoenix. 
No, sorry, sorry. Goblet of Fire was the last one I saw. Oh, okay. I thought I thought Prisoner of Azkaban was farther. No, Prisoner of Azkaban is three. No, Goblet was the last one I saw. So you liked Goblet? <laughs> I I liked Prisoner. I liked Prisoner. I, okay, Prisoner I, of Azkaban. Yeah, Goblet um, was the last one I watched. That's why I stopped watching because okay. it was yeah. kind of like that's that's how I felt about Goblet. It was just I don't like, care. like <laughs> it it just felt really out of place. Yeah. Um, but five is apparently really reminiscent of the books as well as just a really good movie overall. Hmm. I really like five actually. It's it's really really good. And see, then, don't bore me with a movie, so I won't see the next one then. And it it gets so it just goes on the steep down climb downhill of. Um, well, then is the next one Camping Simulator? No, that's uh, that's seven seven point one. Seven point one, yeah, is let's go camping. That movie is awful. No, the worst one is six. The Half Blood Prince. Mm-hmm. That one, I just I was watching it. And I'm like, what does this have to do with anything? It just because I got all the movies for my girlfriend mm-hmm. for Christmas. And she wanted to watch them all, so I was like, "All right, fine." So I That's watched a them. Day like you're never getting back. Yeah. Um. So we watched them all within one week, and that one just like I felt like I didn't even have to watch it, mm. and it would have been fine. Um. Back to the original. Back Rita to Repulsa. reality. Oh, there goes gravity. <laughs> Rita Repulsa. Her whole bit was she wanted to collect enough gold to create Goldar. To find the crystal. That's a inside. lot of gold. Yeah. Well, luckily in Angel Grove, there's a gold mine. Still? Literally. There's gold in them here. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> what, did it take place in the fucking Prospector Age? You'd think, because like, she just goes to the <laughs> oh, mine. That would have been such a better movie. I would have watched that. Power Rangers in the Old West? Yep. I mean, they have pirate versions of the Pirate Why the not fucking Old West, Why not dude? Old Western miners? There's not, gold in them here. Not, not miners, miners. Oh, miners. Miners. Children. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was no common sense labor laws back then, so... Yeah. So they could, could be, be miners. <laughs> they could be minor miners. miners. <laughs> We've peaked. Yep. I'm done. <laughs> any any other bad villains that you can think of? Bad villains. That's a lot of fucking monster That's trucks. Monster truck. Well, who's the villain in that? The U.S. government. Yeah, they that's are. a bad movie. We Tom paid Lennon's money to go really see good, it. Though. Tom Lennon is well. He you made put that, Tom Lennon in anything. He made that really good. Yeah, <laughs> that opens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. On the spot, trying to think of bad villains. Can't. Yeah. Can't sorry. just like think them. Think of them off the top. Basically, any villain where it's like you're watching the movie and you're like, why? Why are you doing this? Like I've. Like, you know, if you're thinking about, like, any, like, cop drama where, you know, the bad guy is, like, a bank robber or something, and the bank robber's like, stick to the plan, stick to the plan, but then there's that one rogue cop who went in, and then he's like, well, we gotta take care of this, and they, like, cut the plan just so they can, like, deal with the one guy? Like, why do that? Just continue with the plan. If if this was part of the plan, and you thought about this, then why why are you going to that? Like, just keep going. Yeah. And then you're done, and then it's, I don't know. Like shit like that just bugs me. So I guess that would be what a bad villain would be. Oh yeah, in my entirely. opinion. But um, yeah. Anyway, uh, what do you think? Get into it. Let's get into it. You go first this time. Top fives. I did it this time. You did it. Congratulations. <laughs> Number five. Oh, we're never doing it again. <laughs> now we've both done it. Now we don't have to do it anymore. Thank you. All right. Number go. five. <laughs> Uh, you started last week? Yeah, yes. that's why I just said you go first. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought we could have a conversation about it. No. God, 
<laughs> My number five. Mm-hmm. You're wearing him. Zorg. Yeah. Zorg from The Fifth Element. Now, The Fifth Element is a movie about a future world where the universe is basically held together by a supernatural element kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And Corbin Dallas. Um, Corbin Dallas. Corbin Dallas is the hero who is Bruce Willis and he's basically called upon by both the religious side of things as well as the government side of things to save the universe and save the world uh, with Mila Djokovic who is the um, all-powerful being which no she's the perfect being that's yeah, what it is perfect being yeah it's one of the fifth element in general is I think like my the best sci-fi movie ever made oh it's close to it I mean yeah. unless you count Star Wars in that in that it's a conversation it is but fifth element is Oh, okay. Best standalone. Yeah, sci-fi. if you haven't seen Fifth Element, you need so to see good. Fifth Element. It is. So it's good. very weird. It's very different. It's a very unique take on sci-fi. So be prepared for that. But I love every single minute of this movie. Everything's really practical um, too. That's yeah. always a plus. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know, we love practical effects. Also, largest indoor explosion ever recorded on film is really? in the Fifth Element. Yep. The when the, they're on the, the cruise casino. ship and the casino yeah. blows up. Yep. yep, that's the largest indoor filmed that's explosion. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, why Zorg is a good villain? <laughs> the yeah, whole we point should probably talk about the villain. Huh? <laughs> Zorg is played by Gary Oldman. First of all, that's all I really should. phenomenal job yeah. from Gary Oldman. And God, that dude has a million faces. He like really that's does. that's how I I see him. I thought for the longest time it was David Spade, though. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see that. He's got this goofy look with, like, a piece of plastic over half his head, and he's got, like, half his head shaved. And he's he's it's basically like, taking orders. It's such a, like, 70s sci-fi, like, trope yeah. outfit. It's kind of... It's very, like, regimented mm. thought. And then, like, he's... So he's all dressed up in super sci-fi, but then at the same time, he has, like, a southern accent. It's this super... He sounds like a plantation owner. Yeah. Yeah. He's... It's this super weird twist of a character, but he just stands out so much in that that way. He really does. And, like, he's imposing, like, when he's giving the speech to the monk. Mm, Yep. And, like, he's imposing, but still flawed, because he Mm -hmm. starts to fucking choke. Yep. And then the monk saves him, and he's like, well, where will you be when the humans are gone? Yeah. Like, who would save you Who's going to pat you on the back? Yeah. Um, but uh, the my biggest thing that I love about this character is that... So he's the antagonist, technically. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis is the protagonist, technically. They're never on screen together. Nope. They never even talk to never, each other. Never, ever interact. They never talk to each other. Nope. And that's such a cool little thing about that movie and about that character. It's so so well-written. Because he, he imposes such a threat, and he doesn't even... He doesn't even know who he's fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And I just... <laughs> That's why I pick Zorg as number five because he just he he sticks out like he was one of the first ones I thought of. But yeah. that might just be because I no, fucking the love I the Fifth Element. <laughs> All right, uh, number five, Zorg. Beautiful, good point. Good, good point. Number five, Doctor. No, okay, wow, gonna fucking come in, Doctor. Evil. There. But it's nice and clear. Yes. The amalgamation of every Bond villain, yet doing it better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dr. Evil is... From the Austin Powers series, which, if you haven't seen Austin Powers, it's a movie basically just doing spoofs on the spy genre. Yeah. It's phenomenal. I, I mean, I can't really describe Austin Powers. It's... I, it's... I mean, the story is Austin Powers played by Mike Myers. That's right. He... Yeah. 
Dr. Evil shoots himself into space to freeze himself. So Austin Powers freezes himself. From the 60s. From the 60s. And in the year 1999, Mm -hmm. Dr. Evil comes back. So they unfreeze Austin Powers, who then has to stop Dr. Evil because he's the only spy who can stop him sort of (laughs) bullshit. But he's played by both Mike Myers. Yeah, both the characters are played by Mike Myers. And he's he's wearing the Dr. No outfit. He's got the scar. He's, you know... With the pinky to his mouth. It's, it's an iconic character. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think of an evil genius, instantly you go to Dr. Evil. Even though he's definitely not an evil genius. All he wants but is, technically he is. He is. All he wants is sharks with freaking laser beams on their heads. <laughs> like, <laughs> But they're extinct. So, <laughs> like Sea bass. <laughs> sea bass. Are they ill-tempered? Very. Let's just start. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, they dive in on all the tropes of, like, okay, you're going to be put into this elaborate plan, and I'm going to walk away while you die. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, because they have Scott, who's also evil, but he's, like, logical about it all. Scott, yeah. And he's, like, the realistic evil of, I'll go get a gun and shoot him. Like, you don't get it, do you, Scott? <laughs> like, so many... He does, he does everything to the number of evil genius of, like, this is my plan. I'm going to, like, monologue to you. Like, yeah. It's phenomenal. Like, he has delivered so many just iconic lines and iconic tropes. and We've, we've done a few of them in our podcast already. Last episode, um, you did the gonna throw up. Oh, yeah. Gonna, gonna bomb. bomb. <laughs> gonna bomb. Which is literally just him spinning around in a chair too it, fast. No, it, it's because he has a mechanical chair. Oh, like, it goes like, yeah, and it gets out of control. It just starts spinning. Cause... The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Gonna oh. bomb. But... God, that's a good pick. Number five, Doctor Evil. I would have put him higher, but like, there's a lot more villains I love. But Doctor Evil is definitely on that list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just I think of Doctor Evil. That was like you know I thought of Doctor Evil almost right away, and that's I did too. Yeah, and you would think like, well, it's a comedy, and why would you pick it? But he fits. He fits the bill. He's always got a scheme. He's always got a plan. You shot me. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, a hole. <laughs> it's just he's so good as a villain and it's it's not even that he's a good villain yeah he's a bad villain but in the sense of a good villain yeah in in this in the world in the world of austin powers he's a phenomenal villain yeah yeah well no he's an idiot in the sense but yeah yeah. (laughs) so yeah that's number five for me oh i'm putting these in the wrong order okay we're fine (laughs) dr evil good um my number four I'm gonna go with Lord Business from the Lego Movie. I'm Good gonna choice. I'm gonna give it to Good him. Good choice. Um, I love Lord Business because of I, basically the whole movie and just him as a character and that yeah. he has a plan with the taco. Yep. Um, and it just basically he uses the the world and the society that where everyone has to follow the rules and he uses that to his advantage and just makes everyone follow the rules in that sense and the the little twist at the end. I don't know. If you haven't seen the Lego movie... Don't ruin it. Really? It's not that old. I guess. I mean, it's All like right. four years old now. What? Yeah, I guess. Um, there is a twist at the end that makes him that much better of a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, when I think of villains, I, I, he jumped into my head right away, too. I will say good pick because I didn't think of, of Lord Business. Lord Business. Yeah. I just, I just think of like when the sub blows up and the only thing that's left is the double-decker couch. Mm-hmm. And they're like, the only thing that was left was this double-decker couch. And, like, he smiles at first. He's like, double-decker couch? Then he stops. He's like, wait, how would that work? (laughs) (laughs) 
if, you, if you're watching a movie with your if friends... you want to explain the plot of it, <laughs> oh. why the double-decker couch is such a stupid yeah. thing. Okay, so the Lego movie is essentially... Um, there's a prophecy that someone will stop Lord... I mean, it's really that someone will stop Lord Business is what it comes yeah, down to, yeah. right? Because Lord Business... There's uh, there's a one, one true creator, essentially. Like, yeah. There are sets of Lego people that can build without plans... They're the master builders. Yes. And yeah. there's one master builder that will stop Lord Business's evil plot. Yeah. And it ends up being, or they, they think it's this guy named Emmett, voiced by Chris Pratt, who is just a little construction worker who has the most gen- general face. And Yeah, he's, he's forgettable. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the most nothing. forget. He's yeah. nothing. And that's like what makes him so. Because he has, he has nothing. So he has a blank slate for creating, essentially. Yeah. Like that's what and it so, is. And so like they go into his head at one point and it's literally just empty. Yeah. And they're like, we can't. Is this literally it? This is all you have? <laughs> and then he immediately thinks of a double-decker couch as like this cool invention that he thought of where it's literally just two couches stacked on top of each other with yeah. a ladder on either end. But like the logistics of it don't make sense. Yeah. So the rest of the movie, they're just like talking about the double-decker couch and like how how would you, if you're sitting in the middle of the couch on the top end, you have to climb over people to get down? And if you're on the bottom <laughs> couch, do you have to stare through people's legs as you're watching TV? That doesn't seem right. <laughs> But, like, Lord Business's reaction to it is just really entertaining to yeah, me. Yeah, because for a second there, he's like, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then just, wait, no. <laughs> and just him as a, like... Will Ferrell does a great job, too. Yeah, like, yeah, he please voices Lord I Business. I he's doing okay. Oh, that's right, he's in the accident. Yeah. yeah I'm I mean, sure he was awake when they carted him off, so yeah. I'm sure he's fine. But I'm sure he's okay. Speed recovery, Will. Good, good pick, though. Were you done? I'm sorry. Uh, I don't mean to cut you off. Well, I was just going to say, like, he's a good villain. He's got all the tropes to him. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, does. he's almost Dr. Evil-esque. Liam where... Neeson's good in that, too. And he's Oh, yeah, good cop, bad cop. I almost, I almost did that, too. That's a great character. Yeah. We'll lump it in. Good cop, bad cop. Good cop, bad cop slash Lord Business. I think that's a good one. Yeah, I do too. Because like, Liam Neeson did a really yeah. good job. And then Bad Cop, every time he gets mad, just throwing chairs. Yeah. <laughs> like a chair becomes his weapon eventually. It's great. Yeah. I love All right, yeah. Number four, Lord Business. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, number four for me, Zorg. Oh! Yeah, so, you know, Gary Oldman, phenomenal, once again. Um, actually, there is a, a, I'm wearing a Zorg shirt right now <laughs> with basically the entire speech he gives to the alien race about the secret weapon. Mm-hmm. That he's selling to them without telling them what the red button does. Because you always ask what the red button does. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. And like the one line that's made him stick out for me as a good villain is when he's being talked to by his like assistant. And mm-hmm. he's like, We're, we need to make budget cuts. We need to fire 500,000 employees. And he just immediately just says, fire one million. Yeah. And like for no reason, just do it. And that's how Corbin Dallas loses his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's the only interaction they have, mm-hmm. essentially. Is that, but, like, they don't know it. Yeah. That's the well, thing. He works for him, essentially. Yeah. Like, what does he do? He He's works a cab cor- driver. No, no, no. Oh, Zorg? Corbin Dallas. Yeah, he just runs a corporation. He right? runs, so they he must, runs Zorg Corp- Corporation. So they must yeah. own a bunch of other shit. Yeah, they, I think they... Because that's what the assistant says at, at that time. He's just like, um, we need to make budget cuts in one of our cab companies. Um, oh, okay. We would have to fire 500,000. Fire 1 million. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that's it, no. Zorg. It's great. He's a great villain. Uh, or like the scene when uh, his his henchman tells him that they weren't able to do anything, and so he just fucking murders him without hesitation. Oh yeah, yeah, that's really good. Very disappointing. He's, yeah, he's <laughs> like, there's no emotion in it the way he does it. Like mm-hmm. it's just mm, disappointing, and just done. Like it's so good. I forgot about that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The third person who claims to be Corbin Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> 
Your Corbin Dallas. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, Zorg. Zorg. I'm, he's he's got to be on the list. I said it before we started recording. I'm pretty sure we're gonna have quite a few crossovers on this I, one. I think we'll. I think we enjoy well. similar things and think similar things when it comes to villains. Yeah. I um. I knew Zorg right away was gonna be. Oh, because we both I own have. A shirt. Yeah. Well, I didn't know you, you on the shirt until well, I only got today. It last week. So, well, still. Um, but we both love that movie so so much. Um. So yeah, Zorg, good. And the actually the other thing about Zorg, he's technically a henchman himself. Yeah, because he's working. For he's working for like the the dark evil. dark. Yeah, just the it's basically this big orb of pure evil that goes around incinerating life. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> go see Fifth Element. Like, yeah, no, seriously. Do if yourself, there's one thing you take away from this favor, podcast, watch the Fifth go Element. watch Fifth Element. Um, Zorg. All right, first crossover. Probably not going to be the last. No. Uh, in fact. It's not the last because my number three, Dr. Evil. There it is. I put him higher because I just love him. I love him so much. Like, regardless of what you think is a good villain, if you think, well, he, he's too funny or there's not enough seriousness in there, he's still a good villain. He he ends up stopping Austin Powers quite a few times, and Austin Powers is supposedly this all, all-knowing, all-gadget-having guy. So, like... Mm-hmm. He's got to be good, right? He's got to be good in, in some sense, if that's the case. God, I don't know what more we can say about. Dr. Oh, we Evil, shouldn't talk more about Doctor Evil. We've, we've we talked, for a while. yeah, we talked a lot about Doctor Evil. So, Watch number the three, Austin Powers movies. Yeah, like. if you haven't, well, let's be honest. If you haven't seen them, just stop listening. Just you. This <laughs> isn't. This isn't that. for we you. Need this isn't for you. We can get. <laughs> don't do that. It's bad. All right, keep listening. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right, should I move on to mine then? Yeah, number Might two. Well. This is gonna we're trucking no, 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 through no, this. I'm on three now. Three, sorry. Yeah, we're still trucking through. We are. What are we at? Uh, coming up on forty minutes. Okay, we're, we're doing all right because we still yeah, got yeah, we still got the collab to do. Yeah, true. Uh, I'm going with number three as Hans Landon. Hans Landon. And Glorious Bastards. Christopher Waltz's character. Oh, how did I forget about Hans Landon? Oh, Christopher oh. Waltz's character in Inglorious Bastards is phenomenal and i yep. all of it has to do with christopher waltz mm-hmm. like it's menacing it's methodical mm-hmm. like everything he does has purpose to it it's well-mannered he's that's a like nazi a, yeah. <laughs> right there he's a nazi he's, he's a, a german yeah playing a nazi and just the, the scene that stuck out most from that fucking movie for me was in the first five minutes of the movie when he's sitting in the in the house and oh. the guy pulls out his pipe. Yep. He's like, would you mind if I smoke too? And he pulls out a bigger <laughs> pipe as this like show of just dominance to mm-hmm. him. Like, <laughs> that it's... opening scene, like, honestly, I like Inglorious Blasters. Inglorious Blasters. <laughs> That's a whole other movie. I, I want to see that. Um, I've only seen it once. And I don't it's think... It's a long movie. Yeah, I, don't I don't think I'm going to watch it again. And as we said before, fuck Quentin Tarantino. I really don't like him. But like, <laughs> he knows how to write a character. Yeah. Because his villains are actually really, really good. Oh, yeah. He writes a good villain. Um, that opening scene is pretty much the only thing that I will rewatch. Or the scene where Hitler's getting shot. That's Well, you just make that gif. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fun. I'll that's just watch one. that. Um, he did almost kill all those actors doing that scene. Right. Yeah, because he actually burnt that building down around him. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go, Quinn. Good job. <laughs> but um, that's a good pick. I completely forgot about him. Yeah. He is amazing. Everything about that character is He's great. Just... Because he, he's smart. He occupies a scene so well. Mm-hmm. Like, you, when he when he walks in, you know something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. God, he's good. That's a that's a great pick. And that's all I have to say about that. All right. My number two is probably going to rustle some feathers 
of some specific type of fan. I am not giving it to Darth Vader, but giving it to Kylo Ren for Ooh. number two. I love Darth Vader, but Kylo Ren is so much better. He has so much more character to him. He's got so much more depth. Yeah. There's so much more anguish in him. And he he's a great, great villain because he has his plans and he he sees them through. Mm-hmm. And I, if you haven't noticed already, we love Star Wars. Yeah. And <laughs> we say sitting in the Star Wars theme basement of your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, growing up with Vader as the villain, it was like, there's no way that you could top Vader because Vader is such a great villain. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And then the new movie came out and a lot of people were giving Kylo some grief simply because when they took his helmet off, they were like, well, look at him. He just looks like that. Like, yeah, He's that's just a fucking the point. Kid. Like, he, yeah. Like, oh, it, it pisses me off. People who don't like Kylo just obviously don't understand storytelling and don't understand character development because... It's the same reason that Anakin sucked in the fucking prequels. Oh, God, it's like, Anakin. Well, he's supposed to be Vader. He's not cool. Yeah, because he's not fucking Vader. Like... Yeah. <laughs> like oh, God. But, yeah, if, if, if you got something bad to say about kylo i got these hands for you all right let's just fucking say that all right <laughs> they're large and in charge and they're looking, looking for chickies haven't missed an episode yet <laughs> never will you can always find a way to, a way to put in joe dirt man. people always get joe dirt in there but um yeah kylo ren great 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 villain miles ahead of any other star wars villain in my opinion I think I've said enough about Kylo Ren. Number two, Kylo Ren. Good, good choice. Thank you. I didn't even think about Kylo. I'm gonna be honest. Really, it sucks that I didn't. But like, I thought that was gonna be another crossover. To be yeah, honest, yeah, I didn't even think about Kylo, mm. and I don't know why. Mm. I'm kicking myself for it. Number two for me though, Lopan. Oh, I'm finally yeah, bringing yeah, up yeah. fucking Big Trouble Little China, big boy. Like, let's go. It took me a second, but I was like, that's. What By I'm... the way, when I couldn't remember it the other it, the two first weeks episode? ago, no, it wasn't the first episode. Was it? It was two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. It was, under, it was underrated. Home, it was like, Lopan! <laughs> uh, Big Trouble in Little China is my favorite movie of all time. Saw it when I was like five years old. Shouldn't have seen it when I was five years old. Uh, if, starring Kurt Russell, of course, as the Jack Burton. Great character. He's just a trucker who gets basically wrapped up in this mystical plot between two warring like factions in Little China yeah. in like, California. Mm-hmm. And... It's Lopan is this ancient deity that's been trapped in an old man's body and needs to sacrifice two green eyed Asian women, Asian women in order to regain his like godliness. But the makeup that they do on him, because it's the uh, God, I can't think of the actor's name. Well, he's he's in a bunch of stuff. And unfortunately, the only one that I can think dodgeball. of right now, <laughs> dodgeball, he's the guy who teaches him to play dodgeball, not dodgeball. Sorry, fucking Balls of, balls of Fury. Fury. Yeah, I was going to say Balls of Fury. They're both dumb movies about yeah. balls. <laughs> but yeah, Balls of Fury, he's yeah, like he's the, the... he's the coach. Or if you've seen R.I.P.D., unfortunately, that one comes to mind because he's Ryan Reynolds' like persona in the real world. Yeah, it's... You know, uh, so the actor's name is James Hong. We just looked it up. Um, yeah, he's just phenomenal in it. They, He's trapped in this old man makeup for the majority of it and like stuck in a wheelchair but it's so oh, that's right. gross and well done because it's mm-hmm. all practical and then once he finally becomes like the low pan that it is he's like seven feet tall and like all this ornamental garb and like glowing translucent and it's just so good i love that yeah. movie and oh he's just a good villain he's oh. yeah because all he wants he doesn't care about the death of others or the sacrifice no, of he others just he wants just wants his, his power. power yeah yeah 
I think that's that's a, always a great trope exactly. for villains is just the search for power. Obsession. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's a good po- that's a good one. That was your number two. That was my number two. Wow. If that's your that's from your favorite movie, I wouldn't know where where you're going yeah, for number you one. I do. You do. Anyway. Okay. My number one. I. There's a chance it's a crossover. Okay. My number one, I think, is the smartest villain of all time, Hans Gruber from Die Hard. I think he is the smartest villain of all time, and that's why he's the number one. Because what I said in the beginning of, like, the villain's like, there's a lone gunman in here. Take care of him. He was like, I don't care about him. I, we have a plan. Just do the plan. Yeah. And everything about him is so smart. Like, when he meets up with Bruce Willis on the roof, and he knows that he hasn't seen his face, so he puts on an American accent and hides from him. I mean, obviously, Bruce Willis somehow knew. It's a cut bit. Right, because it's they, like the watch thing, right? Yeah, apparently yeah. They, there was a scene where they all synchronized their watches, and mm-hmm. you saw that they're all wearing the same watches. Because there's also a scene after he, I think it's, it might be when he hangs the dude with the mm-hmm. chain, that mm-hmm. he like notices the guy's watch. So it, oh. it's really weird out of context because the, the scene of them synchronizing their watches isn't in there, but he like sees the watch and is like inspecting it. It's like, is he just going to steal that dude's watch? Yeah. But yeah, that's the reason that he knows that he's okay. actually a part of it. That's what I thought is like the watch thing. Yeah. But I don't know. every because It's all, not a Christmas movie, by the way. Yeah. It's, Fuck you. It's just not it, a Christmas movie. Just because it takes place during Christmas does not make it a fucking Christmas movie because it's it not has about be, Christmas. Yeah, it's got to be about Christmas or Christmas has to be like a main topic of the movie to make a Christmas movie. It kind of is. That's a different episode. They're at a, they're at a Christmas party. <laughs> But, but it's not, not. It's not about the spirit of Christmas. Yeah, unless no, the spirit of Christmas is killing the Germans. Yeah, um, but I don't know. Every like this was literally the first thing I wrote down, and the villains was Hans Gruber, because first of all, Alan Rickman, yeah, beautiful. killing it as usual. Um, R.I.P. Mm. Visual jokes do not Visual fly. Visual jokes on an audio <laughs> medium. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. Just something. Something about him. Just. It all works. It all fits together. And, you know, he, he has a plan, and it's a good plan. It's a smart plan. Mm-hmm. The only thing that ruins the plan is Bruce Willis's character, and he barely ruins it. I shot a kid. <laughs> I had a ray gun. It looked <laughs> real enough to me. <laughs> They're for my wife. She's pregnant. I shot a kid. <laughs> Those are some really weird quotes to just throw out bitch. there. <laughs> But I don't know. Like, Damn you, Stephen Urkel. <laughs> same actor playing the cop. I know. So they're the same character. <laughs> That's how that works. Yeah. Hans Gruber, Snape, same guy. No, no, no. They're not play- They're not the same profession. If, oh, that's if the, Snape yeah. was also a German robber, <laughs> then it would also be Hans Gruber. But the that fact is, the a fact much of the matter is, villain. The, the cop is also a cop in fucking Urkel. So therefore, <laughs> it's the same character. <laughs> Damn it, Urkel, I'll shoot a kid again. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Hans Gruber, my number one. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, Number one for me, Vader. You did go with Vader. I went with Vader. See, that's the problem, dude. Vader, it's about the presence. He does have a much bigger presence. Because when he walks into a scene, Mm -hmm. it's fucking Vader. Yeah. Fucking Rogue One, dude. I was about Can to we say talk about Rogue, Rogue One? One. The moment his lightsaber snaps on in that movie, oh. it's like, okay, this fucker. Yeah. Like, 
Or, I mean, just like when he first appears on screen, the first thing yeah. you see the of him... The first thing you see is him walking is, out of smoke and no, like killing the, a dude. The, the, no, 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 because he talks to the director first. Does he? Yeah, he comes because the director goes to Vader's thing and like the big door opens up and then you like see the shot of him and in the background the light gets like bigger and you see the silhouette I of Vader. I episode five. No, he talks to the to, he talks to the director like the Man, I, the main bad the, guy who's trying the to first fight. Part of New Hope is lost on me for some reason. Like I've seen it so many times that it just starts with like the ship, like on the ship. It does start on the ship. Like yep, yeah, but I don't remember that part. I remember that part. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember it being there. Oh, you know well, it's 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 in like the middle of Rogue One. Oh, you're talking Rogue One. I thought you yeah. were talking New Hope. No, I was talking about New Hope. The first time you see him is walking out of a door. Oh, I'm That's sorry. That's why you got me all fucked well, up. I knew you, you were talking, talking about. Rogue One, yeah, and, then and, you, then, and then you I was just talking about that scene because, well, it seamlessly goes into it. I know it seamlessly goes into it. It's a great movie. You Fuck you it. for not thinking it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't think that, but I am so... <laughs> I'm hopped up. I love Rogue One. I know it's great. It's amazing. I'm just saying, like, that... I was just mainly talking about that scene because it's technically the same scene. Because in Rogue One, it's the start of it. Yeah. So, like... Yeah. Anyway, the first time you see him in New Hope, he's just walking through the smoke, and yep. it's just this presence of like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" Like, yeah, that's a good point. But and you don't know anything about him either. You just yeah. know he's evil. Mm-hmm. Like you, you see him, and you know he's a bad guy. Yeah, instantly, immediately with his fucking that's goddamn a good Nazi piece of shit armor looking motherfucker. <laughs> like it's that's a good point. I love Kylo, but he he's not Vader. See, I would say ah. They're different characters. <laughs> they, they are, are very, completely very different, different characters, characters. But as far as a villain goes for me, Kylo's way too conflicted. Vader is evil. That's a good point. Yeah. Because I'm still rooting for that fucking fallen angel story, dude. Well, I mean, um, Vader was a fallen angel story. Yeah, but you weren't expecting it. That's true. If you had seen fucking Empire Strikes Back and thought, well, he's going to change. like, <laughs> Yeah. No, he like, I'll never join you, dad. All right. <laughs> 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 that's the thing like he doesn't care about anything else yeah he just wants to rule and he, even he even is... in episode six he's on the ride up he's like yo you and i could just kill this fucker and we could be in charge like <laughs> that's his fucking boss like yeah that's why vader's okay. in the one spot man okay you make very solid points yeah very very solid points god this is gonna be tough this is gonna be tough to it's gonna be a tough one a five. it's gonna be a tough one all right um technically we had a crossover with hans why Hans oh. Lieber and Hans. <laughs> yeah. <Gruber. laughs> Two Germans named Hans. What a, what a coincidence. <laughs> um, moving on to collab. Let's do it. Okay. So, number five slot. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. We have two crossovers in contingency to be the fourth spot. Okay, I see what you're you saying. Because you put Zorg at five. I mm-hmm. put Dr. Evil at five. I put Zerg at four, you put Dr. Evil at three. Mm-hmm. So that's a contingency thing right there. Mm-hmm. Already. Well, let's... Okay, so if they're crossovers, I think that like automatically bumps them up a peg past five. Yeah. So four and three is the slot that they're fighting mm-hmm. for. So who gets five? Let's just, let's just push everything back and say who gets five. Now, I, I honestly feel like we could ditch Lord Business. Okay. In general, because yeah. I love him as a character, I love him as a villain, but in this list, he doesn't really hold anything. True. Um. So yeah, great give, movie though. Yeah, Lego Movie for sure. Lego Batman movie. If you haven't seen that, go see that. Yeah. Um. But Lego Movie is definitely, I would say, better by. Oh, a definitely. Long shot. Yeah. Although Michael Sarah as Robin. Oh, it's great. amazing. Don't see it with a bunch of kids though, because you'll get the fucking flu. Because <laughs> that's what we did. <laughs> Let's go 
see this in theaters. <coughs> oh, we shit. were also the only two people drinking alcohol there, and it was really Ooh, weird. Because yeah. there's like, oh, we can get beer? Awesome, let's get a beer. And then we sat down on these fucking sofas that they had, because we went to this tiny little movie theater, and there's just a bunch of kids running around, and we're like, oh. <laughs> I feel weird. Glug, glug. <laughs> anyway. So who does that leave for number five? Number five, uh, there's Kylo Hans, Hans, Lopan Invader. Here's the thing. I I could do Dr. Evil at five. I think that's a fitting spot for Dr. Evil just because... because he's not imposing. Yeah, he's, he's not that presence, like villain. you said. Yeah. He's not that presence, but he's still a great villain. Yeah. I think... I, I think, think Dr. Five's... Dr. Dr. Five. Dr. Five. Dr. Five. <laughs> Nine to five with Dr. Five. I don't know. It just sounds like a great radio show. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to nine to five with Dr. Five. He's just a gynecologist <laughs> trying to make his way on the radio. <laughs> All right. Dr. Evil's number five. Let's... <laughs> All right. Okay. Number five, Dr. Evil. So, so that means... Zorg 4? Want to do that? What do we have? Zorg and who was our other crossover? Uh, that was it. Do- Dr. Evil was the other crossover. So Zorg, I think Zorg's a fitting number four. Because like, like we said, he's technically a henchman. He's technically not True. But in that sense, guy. so is Vader. But you don't find that out until the yeah. sixth episode? Well, no, because you know he's got a boss in yeah, four. But, true, but he's not like... But he's not a big part of the story no. yet. So yeah, you um, want to go for Zork? I think Zork's I a good that. four. He needs to be on the list. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, Zork number four. I think that's good. Zork to four. Zork to four. That almost rhymes. So moving on to number three. Number three. So we're still looking at Kylo, Hans Landon, Hans Gruber, Vader, and Lopan. One of them's got to go. We still have five. One of them has got to go. <sighs> You're not going to like me, but I think Lopan would be the next to go. Really? Just because he does have that presence to him at the end of the movie, but then he's how is he how is he defeated? Reflexes. Reflexes. It's a callback. It's I a, know. It's all the reflexes. Because Jack Jack he Jack can't, Burton. Jack Burton can't do anything else. But reflexes. He's a bumbling <laughs> fucking idiot. He's the most realistic human character. Oh god, yeah. This isn't about Jack Burton. That's the problem. I I'm I don't I don't want to ditch him, but like <laughs> the only reason he's beat is because Jack Burton's reflexes are too fucking quick. Like <laughs> That's literally <laughs> just he's got good reflexes. That's it, really it. no, that is it. <laughs> That's it. He's an idiot other than the fact that he can do stuff really quick for no reason. Like <laughs> Ah, uh, God. But, okay, so let's put them up. Okay, so we have both the Hanses. Both the Hanses. Okay, compare them to both the Hanses. Christopher Waltz did better. Well, I'm, say, I'm saying Lopan. Oh. Compare Lopan to I, both I, the Hanses. I was hoping just to sneak it past and keep them in there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, quick reflexes. <laughs> That's the thing, though, dude. It, uh, They're completely different villains. I understand the, that, yeah. but, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh. Ancient and then on Chinese top of that, secret, huh? and then on top of that, compare him to both Kylo and Vader. That's the thing. I don't think we should have both Kylo and Vader on there. You don't think both Kylo? And Vader, oh, so well, we could duke it that's, out between Vader and Kylo. That's what I'm saying. Knock one of them out. I'm going Vader, dude. I would go Kylo. 
Over Vader's presence? Over Kylo's depth? Yeah, but I'm, I get Okay, that. now hold on, hold on. Let me let but me back to purely as here. a villain. I was about to say, if we're talking villains, yeah. the fact that because we're talking overall character, Kylo takes it by a mile. Oh yeah, because he has personality. Yeah, there's Vader has nothing but <laughs> Yeah. Like <laughs> as a villain. But as a villain, the fact that Vader doesn't have personality makes him even better. Yeah. If you think about it, because Because Kylo, you always have that thought of like, is he is he gonna do something good? Or is he gonna do something bad? Exactly. Vader With Vader's like, like, oh, he's oh, doing no, something bad. He's, he's, he's here. <laughs> like when they open the fucking doors on Bespin. Yep. And it's just, oh shit, it's Vader. Bang, bang, bang. Yep. And he just stops them all with his hand. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, there's no, like, hesitation. Yeah. That's where, when Han sees fucking Kylo, he doesn't just automatically shoot. It's still his son. Yeah. Yeah. But if you look at... <sighs> See what I'm saying? Kylo's a good villain. Kylo's a great villain. But Vader, Vader might be better. a better villain. As a character, I would go Kylo, but as a villain, I'm gonna go Vader. Okay, I'll I'll agree on that stance. If we can okay. if we can agree that Kylo is a better character yes, than Vader, yes, and I totally agree with that because okay. I like him more. Okay, and Adam Driver's a great fucking actor. Oh too, yeah, so. that's the other thing. Get over the fact that Adam Driver. That's the other thing. People are like, take off his helmet and he, he's goofy looking. It's like, okay, that's just being mean to Adam that Driver. That is being really mean. He's a vet. Yeah, fucking show him some respect. And he's a fucking phenomenal actor. He I guess is. he was. He's also like kind of a meta, or a, not a meta, a, a character actor. Not a character. Fuck. What am I trying to say? Uh, method. Method actor. Ah. So he tries to stay in character at all times. That's great. And the rest of the cast is like too cheery and happy, but his characters as Kylo is like super pissy and mm-hmm. like stuff like that. So he'd like walk around as Kylo, just all sad and angry, and everyone would try and give him hugs and stuff <laughs> to try and cheer him up. <laughs> <laughs> And he would stay in character and just be like, just leave me alone. It's <laughs> great. Yeah, better character. Vader's a better villain. Vader's a better okay. villain. Okay, take Kylo out. God, that sucks. I know, but he'll be back. Uh, we will always find a reason to talk about Kylo. Mm-hmm. And defend, defend fucking Kylo is what I should yeah, say. Yeah, I don't understand why we have to defend him. That's uh, People suck. Another episode. <laughs> All right, fine. Kylo's out. Vader's still in. So we got Vader, Lopan, and both the Hanses. Okay. You want to duke it out between the Hanses? Let's duke it out between the Hanses. Duke it out between the Hanses. Because that's the thing. Both the Hanses are German, right? Both are German. Both are Hans. Both are very smart. Yeah. I feel like they're kind of the same character. They're very... Well, in that case... One's about hunting the Jewish people. The other's about getting diamonds or some shit. I don't really remember. uh, uh, Bonds. Same shit. Not really. It all costs money. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they're they're all... I... I would say that Hans is a better villain in the sense of... Okay, you gotta say Gruber or Land. Gruber, Landis. sorry, you're right. Okay. <laughs> I would say Gruber is a better villain in the sense of he had a plan and he stuck to it, which is such an odd thing to see when it comes to villains. Yes, Whereas, I'll give him that. It's, I'm a, is it Lieber? Lieber? Landa. Landa. Hans Landa. Hans Landa. I was saying Lieber for some reason. Um, Hans Landa is a better villain strictly for his presence and how evil he really is. And he's smart. And he is smart. Both I would say both of them are equally smart. So oh, we can't yeah. we can't talk about the smarts in that no, sense. Cause because they're both equally devious, mm-hmm. I guess would be the word. Yeah. They know what they're doing and they know how to how to, how do, to do it. Except for had he shot that girl that was running away, none of that would have happened. Hitler wouldn't have died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but overall screen time, Hans Gruber gets more. Gruber gets a lot more screen time. Land is such a Kind of a bit character. 
Yeah, but he, he has such an effect. He on... does. In what? It's such a long movie. Mm-hmm. I like if you cut out all the crap and just give me the Han stuff. That's still a good movie to me. Yeah, yeah. and it's all. I mean, and it would only be like thirty minutes long. Perfect. I feel like a tight thirty. Perfect. Um, I mean, there's a reason that he was nominated for an Oscar yeah. for that small role. That being said, though, the final scene of Die Hard with the you know that shit just. Alan yeah. Rickman's performance at that point is such a better villain moment for me mm-hmm. because yeah. like you you see this man who's planned everything to a T like everything he planned had to work mm-hmm. to be facing with the only thing that put like a nail yeah, in the that's coffin the thing. Like, it like, finally, he loses it you can yeah. see it like it, just, it finally crumbles down but he's still holding on he's still holding on but in, in, the, in that matter he's still like he's lost it he's mm-hmm. lost his, all his like demeanor and cool that hans gruber had throughout the mm-hmm. entire movie because like this is it i finally got you like yeah fuck you what did you do this to me like <laughs> what's it what's it you said yippee ki motherfucker <laughs> and then they just start laughing yeah and then in duct tape <laughs> yeah you know even though if you look at it there's no way he reaches that i'm sorry yeah, no there's it's no like way in the small of his back <laughs> yeah like, like you would you would notice him to like <laughs> audio joking visual visual joking joking audio. <laughs> it's exactly the scene from always sunny in philadelphia like the way he does it like where his shirt's like coming up with it like <laughs> that's more realistic than what Die Hard did so that's see that's where i'm at um i think based on what we just talked about i would give it to gruber before yes the other i one. would too so are we knocking him out or are we putting him down i want lopan on there dude you want lopan he's such on a there? different villain uh, see, but you put Lopan up against Hans. Uh, and Hans goes up. No, but like the... Landa? Landa. <laughs> I keep wanting to say another thing. Landa, You put Landa against Lopan. Mm-hmm. I give it to Landa over Lopan. Over the makeup tree? Over the story in general? That's what it's. That's why it's hard. It's two different fucking things. They're see the comparing the Hanses was was that was actually a lot of fun because they're very similar. They're very similar, characters. and it was just by but if you like, boil them down to just character traits, they're very similar. Mm-hmm. And so that, but like these two characters, completely different. Because one is just looking to basically get their power back, and, and when you boil it all down, he's trying to get power. Hans is trying to kill Jews. Yeah, and like that's it. Yeah, he's just a Nazi. So, I, I guess when you say that, he's just a Nazi, and then this guy's Le like Pen this is whole a, thing. Yeah. Okay, There's I agree with that. That's but wanna... does that mean that we're bumping Hans off? Yeah. Bumping Hans off. Yeah, fuck him. Getting rid of him. Fuck him. All right, so where are we at? Where are we at then? If, if we bump him off, we got Evil, Zorg. What do we get? We got... So, um, we'll have Vader, Zorg, or fucking Evil, Dr. Evil 5, Zorg 4, 3, 2, 1. We got... Hans Gruber, Vader, and Lopan. Lopan is three. Vader and Hans duke it out for for one. Okay, that's what I would say. I can do that. Hang on one second. Lopan, that's an R. <laughs> now it's a smudged P. <laughs> All right, these are really different characters. Exactly. Really, really different characters. It's a fun list, though. I'm, this is. This, I'm having a lot of fun out. with this. Um, I gotta give it to Vader, personally, <sighs> and that's. That's based only on presence. Yeah, because, because but think of when Hans comes out of the elevator in Die Hard. That's true. His too. first appearance. You know he's up to no good. You know he's doing some nasty shit. True. You know that he's not gonna make because there, there's no coming back for him. You know that it's the same as Vader. 
You yeah. know, you watch Invader, but that's the other thing. Vader does come back in the end. True. But who's who's to say that Gruber wouldn't have turned out to be a, bad, a good guy heading up and thrown out of a building? You can't make assumptions like that. That's a good point. <laughs> um, all right, well... Also, Vader didn't have a shitty brother that came after the Luke Skywalker and <laughs> <laughs> for Vengeance, so... You can't bring the sequels in. Hey, well, you can't. If we're bringing sequels in, the prequels are a thing. He's Anakin Skywalker. I hate sand. <laughs> dry and coarse and gets, gets everywhere. everywhere. See, Don't you... touch her, Anakin. She has, she's covered in <laughs> she's sand. She's covered in sand. <laughs> so you can't bring the, pre- the, I, or the I sequels know, in because then I'll just bring the prequels okay, in. Okay, back to, back so to it's... square one. Well, here's the other thing. Vader... I mean, they're both on the list. I don't. I, don't... I know that. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's hard to pick. It is for me. I, is. I really think it's hard to pick. I just like Star Wars over fucking Die Hard. I'm a, the like fucking Die Hard. Die Hard for Christmas bullshit has killed Die Hard for me. Really, that's what kills it for you? Yeah. Oh come on. People won't shut the fuck up about it because okay. every Christmas, okay. I'm gonna watch my favorite Christmas movie, Die Hard. Well, it's what like, about the fact that people say Jingle All the Way exists? You said Uncle Bucks exists. Yeah. Before I said it wrong too. Did you know yeah, you said it wrong? I, I know I did, but I was in the moment. <laughs> Uncle Bucks. No, I'm saying it. The Uncle Bucks exists. The Uncle Bucks exists. <laughs> you guys see the Uncle Bucks? That's a good one. It's got the John Candies in the it. The John Candies, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, well, let me, let me, let me, okay. What's your favorite Vader scene ever? Uh, probably Rogue One. I was about to say Rogue One. Second favorite? lightsaber fight on episode five when they're fighting in the carbon chamber mm-hmm. i mean the whole just that whole monologue too. oh the, the monologue and when he after he cuts the Luke's biggest reveal in the fucking planet in cinematic history yeah. yeah um okay favorite hans gruber moment the end of die hard like I, when he gets thrown out or the the the, 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 the CIA motherfucker yeah see i was gonna say when he's Doing the walkie-talkie thing with the cokehead. Mm. You remember that? Yes, I do. Like every exchange he has with like one of the people in that Here's movie. Here's the thing: I'm not dissing Alan Rickman's like performance because like mm-hmm. he sold that character for me. Yeah, it's the only reason that it's a believable character because otherwise it's just a shitty B-rate movie. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's think of it this way: so big thing in a villain is presence. Yeah. That goes to Vader. Yes. Smarts that goes to Hans. Are you, don't don't tell me that Vader is smarter than Hans. Vader built C three PO. The prequels don't exist in this podcast. All right. <laughs> no, Hans is a smarter villain. Okay, so we got Point, one and one, one and one, one and one. All right, next. Uh, plans and schemes. Vader wants to destroy the world. It's like. The universe. Well, okay. Uh, pure evilness. Vader. Vader. Yeah. Plans and schemes would be Hans, if you ask me. There's he's an a better, actual. He's a better plan. planner. Yeah. Because he actually sticks to it too. Like, I mean, Vader had, I guess, had a plan. But, but then like, again, is that, that what plan you think wasn't about? really his plan. Yeah. That was the Emperor's. He ended up. You know what? Fuck it. Vader down to two. You, really? He's not the overarching bad guy. See, I was gonna say Vader gets one. Really? I was good. Okay, was, well, like, we're back we're, in it. We're, we're back in it. <laughs> you swayed me. God damn it! I swayed you. <laughs> no, I swayed myself thinking about it there. Because as far as planning goes, none of these plans are Darth Vader's. His only plan was He's to, just to kinda... over. 
Well, there it is. His plan was to overthrow the emperor. Yeah. By trying to convince his son to join him. Right. So that's kind of his plan. But that's that's a really basic plan. He's not a forward thinker. Right. He's half Han, That's like why I said Hans gets yeah. the, the smarts part. Okay, so we're two and two. We got, what's the last thing? Performance. Performance. Obviously. Because goes to seven-foot Irishman could not speak. So they, right. But then again. But you still have Earl uh, Jones. Earl Jones. Which, James Earl Jones. The most iconic voice. Right. Iconic goes yeah. to Vader. Iconic goes to Vader. We're back to three and three. Fuck me. Uh, I didn't realize that this would be such a tough thing. I thought it would be really easy, but this is not easy. No. No, it's not. All right. Gut feeling. What do you, what do you I, I have in my head. Here, I will write it down so that I can't cheat. All right. So in my head, I have who I think should get number one. Okay. If you agree with that, that does it. And okay. we're done. Who do you have? Who, do you, who would you put, it, put at number one right now? Vader. Vader it is. Okay. All right. That was... It comes down to, for me, mm-hmm. nostalgia. Oh, yeah. If I saw a picture of Hans Gruber, it would take me like a good five seconds yeah. to be like, oh, shit, Hans Gruber. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Vader is instantaneously recognized. Yep as evil mm-hmm. i agree i then that, that's kind of why i agreed with like there's been so one. many spoofs and all the spoofs of star wars are you know vader yeah vader a vader like symbol is still evil mm-hmm. he, he can't do that he with represents evil yeah and he is this visual implication of evil all black mm-hmm. red lightsaber like yeah seven feet tall and the rogue one scene oh the rogue one scene <laughs> oh it's so good so yeah. i mean Oh, that was that was really really hard. That was a toughie. So Hans number two and Vader number one. All right, break it down. What's what's our final our final five? Final five. Number five goes to Doctor Evil. I'm cool. I'm hip. Okay, that's enough. Number four goes to Zork. Very disappointed. That's that's more so of his. That is more so of his. Very disappointed. Number three, Lopan. I honestly don't know anything Lopan has ever said. Ah. <laughs> that is very Lopan. It is. <laughs> oh, come, what the fuck? Come on. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> I can't wait to talk about Jack Burton on that. <laughs> Number two, Hans Gruber. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> and of course, number one, Vader. <laughs> not Luke, or it's not Luke, I am your no, father, by no the way. Luke. It's no, I am your father. Just so you know, uh, this was this was a ton of fun. It was. I had a lot of fun. Uh, what we doing next week, Holmes? Next Hill week, it? so we are going to take a hard left turn after villains and jump into Pixar. Pixar movies. Our favorite Pixar movies. This will be a fun one. Um, we both seen. I'm I'm sure all the majority, if not most yeah. of the Pixar movies. I believe so. Um, all all are included. If it's got Pixar attached to it, basically any CG Disney movie. Yep. Because well, Disney, ha- Disney has not done CGI. That's what Pixar's for. No, because Moana is just Disney. Frozen's just Disney. Is it? I thought yeah. they were. I thought that was also a- no. Ever since they changed uh, CEOs or presidents or whatever the fuck it was, um, fuck they've Disney. been they've been pushing all like the really good shit to just Disney and mm-hmm. giving the mediocre shit to Pixar. And then Pixar doesn't pay anybody, so they all win. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna jump in. Do our favorite Pixar movies. Um, that's probably just going to be based off of just our sheer joy 
yeah, or probably. entertainment value. It's going to be a pretty basic one, but I think it'll spark a good enough debate between us. I hope so. Um, if not, it'll be a very short episode and we'll yeah. come up with on, on the fly. <laughs> All right. That's a two guys guarantee right there. <laughs> <laughs> two guys top me. <laughs> All right. So next week, next week we'll have top ten. Top, I almost said top ten. I almost said top ten. I'm like, well, fuck that. I don't think we have the time. Uh, you guys want to listen to a two-hour podcast? Uh, yeah, so top five Pixar movies. Top five Pixar movies. Beautiful works for me. Uh, as always, you know, follow us on the bullshit. Uh, two guys top five on Twitter, Everything. Facebook. Email us at twoguys.five at gmail.com if you have any suggestions on a top five list. We would love to hear suggestions, people. Love Seriously, to hear them. Send them out. If you if there's a topic you want to hear our opinion about, fucking send it to us. Just the one thing I, I ask, don't don't ask for our top five movies, just in general. Man, that would be... That's s- a tough thing to do. I mean, I have my flick chart set up, but it's, it's I don't tough. necessarily I, agree with it I at all times. I don't rank movies in a top five manner. That's why I have which is chart. a very conflicting statement on a podcast where I rank <laughs> movies in a top five manner. But like, just as a general sense, like, right. I, there's too many genres. There's too many. Every, that's why we're doing mm-hmm. this. But there's yep. so many little niche fucking bullshit that we, mm, yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's that's the other thing. You want to know what our top five? Maybe we'll just post if we like. I have my flick chart up to date. If you got your flick chart up today, I do not. We could we could just post our our top five movies every week or something because they're going to be changing. We play I play on my flick chart just about every week. Yeah, um, things change constantly. Um, so if you want to know what our favorite movies are, just ask and we'll just tell you generally, but yeah. not rank them. We, um, it's just it would be too long, too arduous, and I just don't feel like because you've already brought up your favorite movie, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. My favorite movie. Are there movies that I'd watch over it? Definitely. Yeah, that's that's like, the other thing. It's, there's soft spots for it. There's, yeah. It's such an opinionated mm-hmm. thing. Like for me, my favorite movie at the moment is The Prestige. Oh, I do love The Prestige. The Prestige though. is phenomenal. I the just Prestige. Don't, I just don't see any movie ever beating it ever with anything. That's just me. That's yeah. That's probably it. Just hasn't come up against yeah. anything. Yeah, that's the thing. It, if it were, and it depends on the day. You know, if if I'm not up for the prestige this mystery thriller that is three hours long oh it's and so i'm long. i'm more so wanting to watch inside out then inside out's gonna be my favorite movie mm-hmm. you know it just depends on the day well so i love star wars but i group it as a whole yeah i can't just be like no this is the best one yeah they're all good other than the first three the well the the first three. in numerical order the first yeah. three not the first three <laughs> least. god right. damn it fucking george lucas you piece of shit <laughs> bring back jar jar right <laughs> <laughs> anyway why did they get rid of him yeah fucking really uh that's lucas swanson over there at lucas swanson on twitter mm-hmm. if you want to follow him he posts some shit sometimes every once in a while yeah i got some zingers i really don't but yeah, yeah you do i pretty much share our two guys top five page that's the one <laughs> uh i'm at tinky b winky all right all right join us next week so you can hear about our favorite pixar movies go watch more movies people yeah, take care of you good we love you Fuck.